I am Sister Justine. I'm a loving, devoted follower of Jesus who teaches at the local Catholic school. And Sister Justine has plenty of stories about saints, which she shares with the children to help them in their everyday lives. Relax and listen as we bring you Sister Justine's Saint Tales. The battery is turned on and the key is inserted. Clear the launch area. Let's start the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one, lift off. Oh no, not again. Well, that went up about, what, 25 feet? How are you ever going to win the model rocket contest if you can't even get your rocket to fly? Oh, I feel like such a dummy. Aw, don't say that. Yeah, there's got to be a way to fix it. Good morning, children. Hello, Hello Sister, Sister Justine. Justine. Having trouble with your rocket? It starts up just fine, but it quickly turns and dives right back into the ground. I feel like I can't do anything right. I am such a failure. Oh, you're being too hard on yourself. Even the folks in the real-life space program make lots of mistakes. You only fail if you give up. As I said, even the smartest people make mistakes. The wisest people know they can learn from their mistakes. Did you know there was a great saint who also couldn't seem to do anything right when he was a kid? Really? Oh, yes. In fact, I think this is the perfect occasion to share his story. This is the tale of St. Joseph of Cupertino. Joseph was born in the year 1603 in the village of Cupertino, located in what was then the Kingdom of Naples, now a part of Italy. Hello. I was born in a stable in the back of our family home. Yes, sadly, his father was a hardworking carpenter, but he wasn't very good with saving or managing money. It got so bad that on the day Joseph was born, the house was being seized by authorities. That's why he was born out back behind the house. My mother was ashamed of the whole situation and she always seemed to take out her frustration on me. Joseph got sick a lot as a child. And when it came to doing household chores, well, um... Joseph, not again. Sorry, Mama. Joseph was, uh, unfortunately, quite clumsy. Now to get these fresh eggs home to Mama. And he could be easily distracted. When that happened, that only seemed to cause more mishaps. Joseph! As a child, Joseph was said to have visions. Oh, yes. Ecstatic visions. Warm, fuzzy, feel-good visions. It was like I was floating in heaven. When I had these visions, I was in a good place. His mother had a different opinion about his visions. Not only is he clumsy, he's also crazy. He didn't do so well in school, either. He was considered by his teachers to be their worst student. He could also have a hot temper, which didn't endear him to many people. When I was older, my mother sent me off to learn a trade. I tried making and fixing shoes, but that didn't work out so well. Joseph, what have you got there? I made a new pair of shoes, see? You mean sandals, right? They're not supposed to be sandals. Well, they don't look like shoes either. Poor Joseph just couldn't seem to find a skill or catch a break. What am I going to do with such a useless boy? One day, when Joseph was 17 years old, a Franciscan friar traveled to the village, begging for food and money. That gave my mother an idea. If he can't succeed as a craftsman, then surely he might succeed in religion... Yoo-hoo, friar! Do you think you could take my boy in? 
My reputation was known even among the local Franciscans. Even they weren't very keen on having me. But finally, one of the orders, the Friar's Minor Capuchin, agreed to welcome me. Unfortunately, Joseph's luck didn't change. Plenty of accidents still happened. And he was still very easily distracted. That wasn't good, especially when it was time to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy... thy... uh... thy... Wait, what were we praying again? Joseph was sent back home, but he wouldn't stay for very long. Ooh, no you don't. My mother must have knocked on every door to every religious order and office she could think of, demanding that they take me in. Finally, the local Franciscan monastery agreed to take him in, but as a layperson and a servant, not as a full-fledged Franciscan brother. I figured if I would not be a friar, I could at least do some other work for them. What could possibly go wrong? They put him in charge of caring for their mules and their horses. He still had his occasional moments of distraction. Oh no, I stepped in it again. But Joseph was changing. He continued having moments of ecstasy that he got ever since he was a child. He was also maturing, and as he grew older, he didn't have as much of a temper as he used to. In fact, he became more pleasant. I was more careful with my work, and I made sure to pray more and volunteer to do acts of penance. It felt good to me and to my soul. I was actually getting along well with the brothers. Over time, Joseph decided he wanted to become a priest. He worked very hard on his studies and his reading and his writing, though he still struggled with it greatly. But his superiors decided he had done enough to pass. I was first ordained as a deacon. Then in 1628, I was officially ordained a priest. Although he was still quirky, Father Joseph became a trusted priest who would lead worshipers in prayer, including masses. His moments of ecstasy still came up from time to time, and when they did, something powerful happened. I became so entranced in prayer and in my focus on God that my peers say I began to levitate in the air. I never felt joy as great as I did when I was having my direct contacts with God, floating off the ground like that. Soon, the news spread about Joseph's special power, but not everyone believed these were miracles. Some worried that this might have been witchcraft, and Joseph was reported to the church authority known as the Inquisition. The Inquisition was a movement within the church that sought out and dealt with people they suspected might try to mislead followers or cast doubts on faith in Christ. They didn't mess around. They could have given me a severe punishment if they wanted. The Inquisition realized, though, that when Father Joseph was levitating in the air during his prayers, he wasn't doing it to be evil. Still, they didn't think it was a good idea for me to be out in the public. So, after spending some time moving from house to house, I moved in with the Capuchin Friars, where I lived in seclusion and in poverty. It was a very quiet life, but one filled with prayer. And, it is said, I would still float in the air when I was praying hard. This is how I lived out the rest of my life, until I died in 1663 at the age of 60. I had a tough upbringing and wasn't very successful at many things. 
But when I was alone with God, I was never happier. Joseph of Cupertino was canonized a saint in the year 1767 by Pope Clement XIII. Today, he's the patron saint of studying, people living with mental handicaps, and of course, flying. That's such a great story, sister. Yes, it is. Hey, why don't we fix the rocket? But before we try again, pray to God that we know how to fix it right. And when we pray, we should seek St. Joseph of Cupertino's intercession. What a wonderful idea. While you fix the rocket, I'll say the prayer. O humble St. Joseph of Cupertino, singularly favored by God in overcoming the difficulties of study and the worries of examinations, implore the Holy Spirit to enlighten my mind and strengthen my memory in the search of his truth and wisdom. Help me especially in the decisive moments of this examination, protecting me from that forgetfulness and disturbing anxiety which often affect me. May I succeed in offering God my finest work, and may I grow in knowledge, understanding, humility, and charity. May everything that I attempt to learn in life be offered in faithful service to God, from whom flows that wisdom which leads to eternal life. Amen. St. Joseph of Cupertino, pray for us. Our Lady of Good Studies, pray for us. Holy Spirit, enlighten us. Amen. I noticed one of the fins on the rocket wasn't lined up properly. Yeah, it looks a little crooked. That had to be what caused the rocket to crash last time. See? You're not dumb. You just needed to learn from your mistake. Well, let's set up the rocket and try it again. Okay, everyone. Clear the launch area. And here we go. Five, four, three, two, one, launch! Wow, look at it go! Yeah, that rocket's great. I think you've got a good chance to win the contest. I think so, too. Gee, thanks, sister. If we have faith in God as strong as St. Joseph of Cupertino's faith was, may all our spirits rise to new heights. You've been listening to Sister Justine's Saint Tales, created and distributed by the Communications Department of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. The voice talents you heard are Melissa Cumming as Sister Justine, Graciana, Angelis, and Eliana as the students, Tom Fazio as St. Joseph of Cupertino, Marion Heatherly as Joseph's mother, and I'm Michael Mrosiak. I'm the creator, writer, and producer of this series. Special thanks to Mary Palmer at Our Lady of Pompeii Church in Lancaster, New York for her assistance. Thanks to Samuel Francis Johnson and Pixabay for the prayer theme, and to Pixabay for portions of the sound effects used in this episode. And thanks to you for listening. Be sure to come back for more of Sister Justine's Saint Tales. Mm-hmm.